Welcome to Tiki Central Canada. Ever wonder what's in that cool, refreshing drink that you just have to have on that hot summer's day? Mmm, me too. Picture a man going on a journey beyond sight and sound. He has left society. He has entered Tiki Central with palm trees, beach sand, blue skies, and God. Get me a drink now! Here are your hosts, Craig, Cam, and Paula, and their wacky views in drinks, life, and maybe information? Hey folks, and hey, how we doing? It's Craig here from Tiki Central, and I'll be your bartender mixologist and hopefully information for the hour. How are we doing, guys? Hey, yes, we're back in the studio, and Paula's here. How are we doing, Paula? Good, good. I'm, yes, I'm glad yes. to, to be getting back with life little by little. Yeah, it's like a sort of sort of staggered stage we're getting through, right, where it's like, okay, now this is open, that's open. Phase two. Phase two is fun. Have I got to go a, on a patio. Oh, yeah. Have you gone through a mall yet? No. Nope. <laughs> so I in haven't. the mall, it's hilarious. In the center area, there's like arrows, and you have to follow it. So if you don't follow it, some guy will give you a mean look and like, oh, hey, crap. you're supposed to be on this side of the hallway, sir. I have yet to, <laughs> to find a place where I actually see those those um, arrows arrows because I miss them in every single in the in the pharmacies. I miss them in the in <laughs> this doesn't even look supermarket. Down. Like, I don't. My, my husband says that to me. He's like, unbelievable. Like, how do you not see this arrow right in front of you? And I'm like, <laughs> I didn't. You know what you say to him next time? In Brazil, we don't have arrows. But we don't. We don't have stop signs or lights. So guess what? <laughs> we have lights. We don't have stop signs. You don't follow them, do you? Yeah. It's okay. And but, if, but if there's a if there's an X there, yeah. don't stand on the X. That's right. I've seen too many Roadrunner <laughs> cartoons. I'm not That's standing right. on that X. Exactly. It's like <laughs> something's going to happen. The piano's going to fall on your the head piano's for gonna fall sure. Your head and all or that. a safe. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And of course, you heard Mark in there. How are we doing, Mark? We're doing great. We're Good. Awesome. We're also trying to get out in the world and... Who's we? <laughs> uh, uh, the whole family, actually. Okay. Well, actually, the one is still away, and the other one's in the basement, so they're doing okay. <laughs> you have them locked up in the basement? No, no. <laughs> no. You come out when you behave yourself. There you go. Nice. <laughs> they emerge when they're food. <laughs> oh, sounds food. like ours. The only yeah. time they come out is when there's food. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Since it's we're talking Canada Day and Independence Day, I'm figuring we're going to speak about specific drinks for those days that's right so we're actually going to cover some drinks that are for canada and for the states yeah or dominion day for us really old farts what is dominion day i don't know what that that's is before canada day that oh to be the name. okay dominion see i did not know we're doing a i did not know we're already in the, yeah. in the show here because right. we are a dominion of canada ah did not know that yeah. now hmm. what provinces were involved at that time because it wasn't obviously all of them right upper lower canada uh nova scotia new brunswick yeah, I think there's only five yeah, then or something like that. It was signed in PEI, but PEI wasn't part of it for a few years later. Then they started going west. It's funny how PEI was like, no, we don't want to be part of Canada. You are a very small little island. Yeah. What are you guys going to do? You know what I mean? Like, They want to be all alone. You don't want to be independent, trust me. <laughs> I mean, unless you're going to live on potatoes and, uh, you know. Yeah. And fish. And books. <laughs> well, they're going to spend a lot of money importing stuff. That's for sure. That's exactly it. So, you know, be smart. Exactly. Join Join the crowd. There we go. So, yes. So, um, what I also want to ask you guys, what are you guys doing for Canada Day? I mean, I guess you're going to be just sitting in the pool and chilling and relaxing there. I Paula? have no idea. We've made no plans yet. No plans. No. It's kind of hard because with COVID, there's so, you know, so many things are still are closed. And then also, too, even if you have people over, it's you have to have a bubble, right? It's like, I think it's like 10 people now, up to 10 people. 
And if you're a family, you can bring another family unit in, but it has to be the same family unit all the time. Like you can't bring in different yeah, people in. Bubbles can't overtouch. You can't be like one of those Venn diagrams. You that's right. You can't share share Billy. Billy can't be. Uh, no. Billy can't be in the middle of the yeah, bubble. That's right. That's, that's right. right. That's right. Sorry, Billy. You can't come to the party. Yeah, sorry, you're not Billy. allowed. That's right. Billy, go home. And Mark, what do you think about? What are you going to be well, doing? Well, for the past few years, we've been having a street party where somebody's actually uh, applied, and we've closed off the street. So, and we have a big festive occasion out there. But I think it's been the, it's been COVIDed this year because of the COVID. Yeah. yeah. Uh, way to ruin a party, eh? Jeez. <laughs> So I guess it's gonna be what my ties in the backyard and uh, that's yeah. it. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, something that yeah, gotta be something very similar. To that something red and white. There we go. There All we right. Go. Speaking about that, let's talk about the drinks we're gonna be doing today. <gasps> oh, I want to know. I really want to know. Are you doing something like more towards the colors of the flags, or are you doing more towards like the typical drink of each country? Right. So if you think of Canada, the does the Nash- U.S. even have a typical drink of the U.S.? Um, I don't know. It's like it's whiskey, bourbon, are probably their their the go to things for those guys. Yeah, probably an old fashioned. You know what I mean? Like an old fashioned or something. A Manhattan like that. or a Manhattan or something. Like that would be the way yeah, to go. Yeah, but in L.A., I don't think anyone would say the Manhattan is a Ma- American drink. drink yeah. No, I don't think so either. You no. know what I mean? <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah. So in Canada, the go to drink actually for Canada, especially on Sunday mornings when you've had a really long Saturday night, is the Caesar. The Caesar is our go to drink. Margarita. Margarita? What? That would be that would be an American drink. Oh, there you go. Really? Yeah, everybody has margaritas everywhere. Whether you're in Florida, California. What about the Cosmopolitan? Because you know, after Sex in the City, Cosmopolitan is like the yeah. Big but thing again, now. I think it's also like like the Manhattan. I think it's very New Yorker, right? Or city folk, right? Yeah. I don't know. If you're a country hard. guy, you're going, what the hell's in a Cosmo? Okay. <laughs> if you guys are American, please send us what what you think the yeah, American hey, drink send us is. a comment on what, what you think is the national drink. Exactly. In the States. There yeah. we go. Like Brazil is Caipirinha, for sure. 100% yep. of the Brazil. Like Antigua has its own. Yeah, it's Canada. Like I said, it's a Caesar. I'm not a big fan of Caesars. I don't like taking produce and drinks together. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> I definitely it's like, do. When I want to drink, I want to drink. I don't want to be doing you know, like tomato juice and celery and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, and uh, fish product. What? (laughs) There's a fish product in there? A Caesar, yeah. It's Clamato juice. Remember, we talked about that once before. (laughs) Oh, there goes Paula's face. Pucker face is going crazy over here. Oh, God. (laughs) I'm sure we're offending so many Canadians right now. Or America's going, what the heck is Clamato? I don't know what it is either, but there you go. Ugh. You know, because when you go down to states, it's hilarious. If you go to a resort and you ask for a Caesar, they're like, "Do you mean Bloody Mary?" I'm like, "Well, no. I want you to make a Caesar, which is not a Bloody Mary, because <laughs> Bloody don't... Mary is tomato juice, which is even thicker. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it a... is very thick, actually. Oh yeah, Bloody tomato Mary. juice is very thick. Yeah, yeah, That's exactly. So the drinks we're going to be doing today is going to be the red, white, and blue colada, and then you add some salt. <laughs> sorry, nice. sorry. Not to the galata. No, you know. No, to the to the bloody mary, bloody mary or the, yeah. or the, the Caesar. It, it like, salt. oh, you so you put a leek and then you know <laughs> tomato sp- juice and a spoon. Asparagus. It's yeah. asparagus. It's, it's now a soup. It's now a soup. And now, now you, you know, yeah. add some yeah. salt and pepper. Yeah. To you taste. Just ask the server, like, do you have any bread to go along with the soup here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so what's the what's the booze that is in there? And for what? For a Caesar? Yeah. It's vodka. Uh, yeah, yeah. Vodka for both the Bloody Mary and for the Caesar. So if you don't put the vodka in it and you warm it, it's basically a soup. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or if you don't warm it, it's still a soup. So there's, like, <laughs> I got to say this, there's, like, there's a comedian actually named Tom Papa and he talks about, you know, like being a family man. And then he says the blender. And he says a prime example of that is there's two different kinds of guys. You know, he's two different guys. 
in the morning, he's a family man. He's blending protein shakes, and they're like, hey, look, I got my tracksuit on. I'm making protein shakes. I'm being healthy. Four o'clock in the afternoon, the exact same blender is making bloody Caesars, <laughs> and he's wearing a robe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Blenders. Today, we're accommodating both Mark and Paula. We made a girly drink for Paula. Yes. And we made a guy drink, or would you call it guy's drink, uh, for Mark and me. So there you go. So we made sure we have both spectrums. So if you nice. wanted a girly drink, like a nice tropical fruity drink, we got that. And then if you want something a little more on the tart and a little more boozy or boisey, as you would call it, yeah. Uh, then yeah, we've got that as well. So did you invent these drinks? Uh, so no. So the I did tweak the red, white, and blue one, which we'll get into, um, because it was just grenadine was the bottom for red, and I thought like that's just too much sugar. So I did uh, modify it with some red cranberry juice and some other stuff. So we'll go through that. So it's a little different, and it's not as sweet. I, okay. Yeah. I mean, you found it sweet. Imagine if you added more grenadine to that. It I love it. More I love it the way it is. Yeah, guys. <laughs> it would have been I a found sugar my, coma. That's what it would have been. <laughs> I found my first up to par to the Blue Hawaiian. <laughs> <No>. It's fantastic. <laughs> I tried layering it, but I didn't get enough ice in there, so it just ended up being a mush. So there we go. Okay, so this is going to be in different stages because it is actually a red zone, a white zone, and a blue zone in your drink, in your glass here. We'll, we'll go through this. So step one is going to be the red zone. So that's going to be a half ounce of white rum, one ounce of cream. So that could be like half and half cream like you get for a coffee and things like that. Uh, one ounce of cranberry juice. This is where I added this in there. Uh, a quarter ounce of grenadine. So the original recipe was almost all grenadine, no cream. It was actually ice cream in there instead. And I'm like, okay, it's going to be too thick. Ice cream? Yeah, it had ice cream instead of cream. Mm -hmm. So I took it to put cream so it's a little thicker. Then it's not as thick. And then add the cranberry and tone down the grenadine. Okay, so those ingredients you can do is you're going to blend those with ice and then pour that into a hurricane glass as is. Bang, bang. The ice that you're going to put into your blender, just make it so then there's enough that it's like thick, like a shake. Okay. Okay. Step two. So this is the middle section, the white section is one ounce of coconut rum, one ounce of cream, one ounce of pineapple juice. There you go. And uh, you're going to blend that with ice and then pour that over top of the other red layer. So now you have your red layer in there and you have your white layer in there in the glass, in the hurricane glass. And then the last stage or the, the final top part, which is the blue part, is stage three. And that's going to be a half ounce of white rum, one ounce of blue carousel. There we go. We threw your blue carousel in because you're always making sure that the blue carousel's in there somewhere. <laughs> I, I think she's getting royalties. I swear to God. Someone's getting royalties. And uh, so then a half ounce of lime juice. Now, I added the lime juice in there, too, because I thought it would be just too sweet again. So the lime juice kind of bounces out, right? If you ever know something about cocktails, it's supposed to be um, sweet and then tart. So it bounces it out. So we did that. So half ounce of lime juice. You got to blend that and then pour that on top. And you should actually have a red layer, a white layer, and a blue layer in your hurricane glass. Cool. Very cool. I'm going to have to, you know, borrow some of these ingredients from Craig. <laughs> yeah. So, Craig, I got So that I can try doing it at home because I don't know if I want to buy. Go to the grocery store. Okay, I need all this. And uh, yeah. Do they have uh, little bottles of every of these things? Everything? Well, like the lime juice, you can get the the, the real lime little yeah, thingy, I can, whatever. Yes. Uh, cream, yep. Yeah. I actually got like a half liter of cream. Okay. So that's a corner store or even your grocery store. Um, all the rest is like white rum, coconut rum, and blue carousel pretty well for the most part. Okay. You know, and pineapple juice. So that's the other thing you had in How there. about, um, well, cranberry juice, okay, and uh, grenadine? You want to make your own grenadine at home real easy? No. Real easy. <laughs> no, sure. she's like, no, I just want the grenadine out of the store. S simple syrup. You know how to do that. Yes. Right? Yes. 50-50 with um, pomegranate. Palm. 
pomegranate what? Juice. Oh, just the juice. You know, regular uh, palm. Okay. Yeah, 50-50. Grenadine. Boop, boop. There you go. For you folks out there, there you go. There's a recipe for homemade grenadine. <laughs> Look <laughs> at that. There you go. Cool. So, okay. yeah, so that is your drink. That's your red, white, and blue. Do you garnish it? Yeah, so we're actually going to garnish it with a cherry on top. So, in other words, it should be thick enough, like a shake format. You should be able to put a cherry on top, and it should be able to stay on top. You know. So it's going to look for... like look like a sundae. Like a sundae. Like a little yeah. you know, shake sundae. Yeah. There a you go. three-colored layered sundae. whipped cream on sundae. there, too, if you want to. There you <laughs> yeah. go. Whipped cream and cherry on top. So any particular reason for the cherry? Ah, so through my research, actually, when I was doing the red, white, and blue recipe, and I was looking at some American history and things like that, the reason why I picked the cherry is that the fun fact is Ernest H. Wiegand from Oregon uh, Agriculture College in 1920, he actually developed a method to manufacture maraschino cherries using a brine solution rather than an alcohol solution. This gives the cherries its bright red and preserves them even better. And then, of course, he adds some glucose and other sugars in there as well to preserve it as well. And so that's, he actually invented the maraschino cherry. This okay, guy in, cool. guy in the States, it's American made. <laughs> so that's Very why we cool. picked it. So what'd you guys think? So what'd you think of the drink? I love it. I think it was, de- I think it was delectable. Delectable. Whoa. Okay. Was that your word of the day on the oh, calendar? God, you cam. <laughs> really? He's no. pulling he's, a cam. He's trying no. to play both roles now. You know, that he's Mark slash cam now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay. I what is delectable? It, it's delicious. And you couldn't just said delicious? delicious. <laughs> no, because it's not the same. Because delicious could be a steak. A, you can't have a delectable steak. Really? Yeah. Why? Delectable, delectable is more sweet, I think. It's for like sweetness and like yeah. drinks and liquid. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Cake, mm-hmm. cookies. Oh. oh, so desserts. Yeah. Okay, so you use delectable for your pastry chef and delicious for your steak. S- savories? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's, I it's a really fine line here. You know, this is like a very great area. I think I'm going to have to ask Siri okay. what she thinks because <laughs> you're sounding okay, gray, gray about ask it. Ask me again. How was it? It was real good. Okay. <laughs> Look at plain, that. Plain English. I think this there is one of, one of the first that we agree. Yeah, there you go. 100%. There you go. Well, no, I love drinks like that, especially with the coconut in there. Really? Yeah. So yeah, you yeah. like the blue Hawaiian too? Oh, yeah. I, I love yeah. making painkillers at home and just, they're killer. <gasps> For uh, pain. Bum, bum. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I didn't, I didn't get that. And it's I a killer. Said, it's it's killer. a killer drink, the painkiller. Oh. Uh, Play on words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she just got it. There we go. It took a while because I <laughs> stopped a while listening. To sink in, you know what I mean? <laughs> you want to hear something funny about the joke thing? What's that? I, I got um, Justin a, a little uh, Father's Day gift. It's a little dad joke book. Oh, yeah. So like 101 <laughs> best dad jokes. Um, Your father's so... Uh... <laughs> the first one that he, he said out loud to me. Yeah. I didn't get. <laughs> I kid you <laughs> not. The book. Yeah. Yeah, gotta, I'm like, I don't get it. But it's what's that supposed to mean? And he probably mm-hmm. laughed his ass off, didn't he? No, it was. It no? wasn't. It wasn't the best. It was like, a groaner. Okay, so it was, it was. Yeah. So you know what that means, right? Groaner, right? No. Okay, so when you tell a joke and it's sort of just sort of stupid, like a stupid joke. Yeah, like dad jokes. Like when your grandfather starts telling jokes, it's what's called a groaner. Okay. Which means like, oh, okay, kind of funny, but stupid at the same time. So yeah, my grandfather, my, my dad used to have tons of groaner jokes. Dad like, jokes, words, then. That's they're why really they're bad, called dad jokes. jokes. Yeah, but you also, if I'm saying, if you ever hear the word groaner, that's what it means. It means okay. bad joke. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can't even remember the that's joke what you do. You go, tell you guys. Because that's what you do. You go like, oh. Yeah. Oh, that's a groan. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um. 
I see. She's learning all about our Canadian culture while doing the show. Yep, <laughs> yep. Like, I learn. Not only is she learning drinks, she's learning about our culture at the same I'm time. learning everything. Everything. <laughs> she goes home and tells Justin, guess what I learned today? Guess what I learned today? <laughs> you know that sometimes I actually do. I actually It's like get she's home coming home from say, school. You know that I discovered this and this? Like, he's like, well, I've told you. I'm like, well, I didn't pay attention when you told me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice. <laughs> That's a marriage right there. Here we go. It's like... <laughs> I, uh, but seriously, in all in all fairness, I I love him more post COVID. You know how some oh, people yeah. divorced <laughs> yeah, post COVID, yeah. like they can't stand each other. Then why is that? I don't know. He's just more uh, receptive, I guess. Or, or, no, or because he's not flying in and out of the house all the time. No, no, <laughs> I don't know. Like he, I just love him more. Oh, he's just that great. Oh. <laughs> She thinks I love him too much right now. <laughs> I need a tissue. Oh. <laughs> no, seriously, like he's. You know what's gonna happen? Eh? You know what's gonna happen? She's gonna go home one day, and, like Mark Justin's gonna be like, "Look, man, I just need some space." Okay? Yes, but he did that already. <laughs> <laughs> I need, I need a minute to myself, away from everything. He already did that. He's he's been he's been doing that. Like he's it's like, like, I love you, but sweetie, I need some space to myself. <laughs> you're loving me too much. You're smothering me. Yes, you're loving me way too much to the point where I cannot breathe. I need time on my own. <laughs> He's done that. Yep. And Paul's goal, I smother? What? Yeah. I don't think so. Yep, yep. That's exactly how it goes. <laughs> All right, so the drink that me and Mark had was the red and white Cosmo. That's the one we had. Cool. So, yeah, what is in this one? It's pretty good. I tried it. Yep, so in this drink, this is an ounce and a half of vodka. I know, no rum. Oh! Wow. I know. Ounce and a half of vodka, an ounce and a half of white cranberry juice. And yes, that is white cranberry juice. If you use red, you will get a different color. Obviously, you won't get the red and white. You'll just get red. And also be a little more tart. White cranberry juice tends to be a little sweeter. Uh, A half ounce of Quattro, which Mark wasn't quite sure was in there, but it is in there. Uh, A squeeze of a lemon, and you put all that ingredients into a cocktail shaker. So what you're going to do is you're going to shake all that up with ice. You're going to strain it into a nice chilled martini glass, which we did have chilled today. Cool. But it's so warm that it's gone from chilled to like now it's warm. How again. do you chill the glass? You just put it in the freezer? Yeah, just put it in the freezer. If you got room, please do make sure you have room before you shut the freezer door. <laughs> that would be stupid. You know, like, put it in there and smash. Oh, that didn't quite yeah. work. Now it's with the peas. Okay. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> It's, it's we with... will discover where the rest of that glass is during dinner. Yeah. During dinner when we have the peas. That's right. Now, if you don't have a freezer of the opportunity, you can just put ice cubes in it when you start making your drink. And add some water. And what they'll do is, yeah. Who chill. doesn't have it'll a freezer, chill. Mark? No, I mean, like, if you go. <laughs> you have room oh, in your freezer. Room okay. in your freezer. Right? <laughs> you know, some of us have meatloaf and other things in there, you know. Like, yeah. yeah. And, and so ice just, cream. And just before you pour the drink in, you just dump the ice in the water. So your glass will be a little bit chilled. Oh, yeah. so that will work a bit. Yeah. Yes, bartenders do that, actually. So when I make a martini at the bar, before I even start the martini, I take a martini glass, I put some ice in it, a little bit of water, and let that sit off to a side. And what they'll do is, by the time I finish making the drink, that is now chilled. And so I can dump that. Dump and you the... can't just, like, for example, stick it in an ice, ice um, bucket? Well, first of all, you might break the glass. That's, uh, that's probably not a good thing. And yeah, if you cause... do it in a bartender's ice well, you know, you get, so if anyone ever knows, if you break a glass into a bartender's ice well, you have to empty out all the ice. Oof. Yeah, all of it. You have to burn the entire well. It's called burn. You have to burn the entire well and then put new ice in there. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It, it, it's not a fun. I've had it, had it happen to me once and it wasn't fun. Yeah. This Cosmo <laughs> glass seems very Breakable. delicate. Yeah. It's very it's, delicate. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, what you can do is you can pour that into a, strain it into a chilled martini glass. And then, very slowly, if you have a bar spoon or just any regular teaspoon will do this, put the teaspoon up against the side of the glass on the inside and then pour in onto the spoon. Like, so not into the drink. Yeah. 
and we're gonna talk. We'll, we'll put a, a video for layering. This is actually what you're doing. You're layering. Um, and so what you're gonna do is you get pour the chambord, and uh, I put about an ounce. You can put a half ounce to an ounce, depending on your own taste. Uh, chambord liqueur, and you pour that onto the spoon, which eventually works its way down to the bottom of the glass, and then you garnish the cherry, which went right to the bottom. So it looks like you got red on the bottom and then white on top. So that was really good. What exactly is Chambord? So Chambord is a blackberry slash raspberry liqueur. <gasps> so yeah, so Chambord liqueur is one of those liqueurs I noticed that every bar I go, go to or I worked at, it's one of those collecting dust on the back bar that nobody wants to touch it. It's almost like intimidating because they're not quite sure A, what it is, and B, how to use it. So it's just researching out and just figuring it out. Uh, the very easy thing to use it with is actually pineapple juice. So if you really want a really simple, quick, fast drink, like and you're coming home from work, some Chambord, a little bit of pineapple juice, and maybe some 7-Up or soda, that's a really good, tasty, refreshing drink that's really fast and easy. Nice. Yep. So what did you think of the drink? I know you... I uh, actually liked it. Uh, um, it's very tasty. Um, it's still a, a bit on the boozy side for me. We did personally. mix it, by the way. Did mention yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's for sure. Um, because I tasted it in the layer first uh, through Mark's glass. Yeah. And then I tasted Craig's glass. He mixed it up for me so that I could get the bottom mm -hmm. feeling too. Um, very nice. It's very, very smooth and nice. It would be too much for me to have a full glass, even though the glass is mm -hmm. pretty small. Yeah, it's a martini glass. Yeah. But you, you have a thumbs up. From me. Two thumbs up today. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, yeah very good. Sure. All right. So we represented both countries very we, well today. We liked each other's drinks, which is not it's every like day. I know. It's not too often it happens in the show. He doesn't like my girl drinks, and I don't like his boy drinks. So <laughs> <laughs> it works out both ways. Well, girls and boys do get together. Yes, Every they now do. and then they get, and they get along. And That's right. Every now and then they get along. All right. So the next part of the show we're going to do is, uh, we've never done this before, but because it's Canada Day and Independence Day, I figured that the really cool thing to figure out is some Canadian inventions, <gasps> things are created by Canadians, and American inventions, things are created by Canadian Americans. So I'm going to do is give you guys a list of things, and you tell me yes or no, they're Canadian. Okay. Or it's not. Mm, okay. And you don't know the answers, so... <laughs> I really don't. I have the secret answer sheet in front of me. So Mark doesn't know the answers and Paula doesn't know the answers. So yeah, this should Mark's be fun. Yeah, but Mark's Canadian. I, th I feel like he has oh, an advantage. Oh, I don't know. This could be a challenge. Okay. Okay. So the first item that I'm going to mention, see if it's Canadian or not, is IMAX. So remember, IMAX came out in the theater. I think Star Wars was one of the first ones that came out. I think it is out. Canadian. I think it is. And, uh, you know, it became a big thing from like being a very small screen to like floor to ceiling and a uh, huge screen. We all remember that when we we're kids. So, Mark, what is your take? What are you thinking? Oh, Canadian. Yep. And actually, IMAX was created by Robert Keir in 1968. And it is Canadian? It is Canadian. Oh, ding, cool. ding, 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 ding. <laughs> all right. All right. So the next one, see if it's Canadian or not. Radar. Is radar Canadian? Made by a Canadian? Or is it uh, not a Canadian invention? I don't think it is. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I made sure I got a couple that stump Mark. Like, we're like, damn, well, like, that's it's, close. It's probably going to be like World War II. So I'm going to say no. Okay. You're both right. Ding, ding, ding. Yay. So Radar was pioneered by a Scotsman, actually, Robert Walton Watt in 1930s. All right. So the next one, see if it's Canadian or not. This one's going to be interesting. Five pin bowling. So if you think of bowling, five pin bowling. I don't know. I. Yes. You think it was? Yeah, my uncle was an avid bowler. Was an avid bowler? Yeah. Did the five pin, not the ten pin? Oh, you'd have to come up here to do the five pin. 
Oh, no way. <laughs> Wait, where is your uncle from? Boston. Ah. So really? That's, I didn't even know five pin bowling existed. Yeah, there's five pin and there's ten pin. Why? Why? Ten pins is way easier. It's like ten pins. How can you miss? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, there's even down. He the other thing he used to do is, uh, well, first of all, it is Canadian. Yes, it is. Ding ding ding. <laughs> there you go. There Good we go. job, Just in Mark's case. uncle. Uh, the um, down in New Brunswick, they have something there called candlestick. Yes, which is similar to ten pin, except they look like sticks as oh, okay. opposed to pins. Okay. And when you hit them, you actually play the dead wood. Okay. So like they don't like you know when you hit, go bowling they pick up all the pins that are lying around yeah, yeah. well down there you don't you you keep some, bowl, you keep bowling yeah you keep bowling with stuff sitting in the so lane. you could actually hit a dead pin or stick in a situation That's and right. knock another one and you can use the dead pin oh. then, nice uh, to get uh, get your spare yeah, or whatever like that but thing is this this is where the uh, the the age comes in here one of my first jobs ever was pin setter yeah a buddy of mine there he got knocked out cold by one of the pins flying in my head. <laughs> Did that break the damn pin? <laughs> yeah. And ah, he, he broke the pin bowler. <laughs> and uh, it was always the best thing when somebody would throw the fourth ball. <laughs> they would like, lose no, count. No, hello, stop. They'd see one, two, three, yeah, and you oh. jump down, there'd be this bowling ball coming, coming right because, at you. Because guess what? There wasn't the computer either. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. right. Because <laughs> they uh, wouldn't know like what ball they're on, right? Yeah, like, oh, shoot. Telling yeah, you yeah. it's not your turn anymore, dumbass. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you had to learn to be nimble. What's nimble? Nimble, quick. Maybe ah. fast. Jack be nimble, Jack be quick. I thought it was Jack two different things. Jack jumped over the candlestick. Hmm? I thought it was two different things. No. no. Well, nimble would be more jumping over the chair ah. as opposed to running around the chair. I see. Okay. Ah. So, like agile? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, yeah. There Thank we go. You, Siri. Pit, pit. All right. I think we got uh, 15 cents um, a lane for an evening. Oh, wow. Aww. That's way back. Yeah. Not anymore. Uh, not anymore. It's like twenty dollars an hour or something like that. It's yeah. expensive. Okay. okay. So the next thing. All right. So Canadian or not, World Wide Web. No. I wouldn't think so. Okay. So World Wide Web. Yeah, you're both right. Ding ding ding. Nineteen eighty nine. World Wide Web was invented by Sir Ter Berners Lee. He actually was born in England. All right. So now we're gonna do the Americans. Okay. Okay. So are these American inventions? Yes or no? Okay, so the first one, creation or invention, is the AC unit, which, thank God, I finally got one. Woo! If we recorded a few days ago, folks, I would have been baking here at 34 degrees in my studio because it would have been so hot. We Our AC blew and we had to get yes, a new one. Yes, we had a... And for, for those Ooh. that don't believe that Canada gets hot, because oh, every time I say, oh, it's 35 here, they're like, what? In Canada? Are you sure? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was 35 with a heat factor in there. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. It wasn't very humid this week. We was, had a heat which wave. Was yeah, thankful. Yes. It was actually a pretty decent heat wave now yeah. that we have a pool. <laughs> now that we have a pool. <laughs> the pool makes a whole world of it, difference. It actually does. There we it go. actually <laughs> does. We spent most of our week inside that pool. It's just, be, it's just like, I'll just sleep out here. You know, I'm, I'm good. Well, no, our, our AC is better then. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> okay, so AC. Was AC created by Americans? <sighs> what do you think, Mark? I think it has to be. Really? I mean, yeah, it would, with all the Palm yeah, Springs, Texas, and North Texas, Carolina. Palm Springs, okay, Nevada. I don't know. I'm in doubt, but I'll 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 go with I mean, Mark. He's Encyclopedia Brown, I, after all. I don't know, but I'm just guessing the amount of heat and people and need for comfort. I don't know, dude. I just feel that other places are so like Australia is so much hotter. Or... Yeah, they just deal with it. 
Yeah, they, just, they don't have AC there. They just do. Yeah, it's the same. Brazil also. Like, yeah. We're so much There's hotter. No AC there. 90% of our people deal, like, they don't even have AC in the car. Yeah. So, so sure. It's, so okay, it's American, yes. yes. Oh, it okay. is yes. There you go. Okay. So, yes. Ding, ding, ding. Yay. In 1842, way, way back, 1842, Florida physician John Gorey used compressor technology to create ice, which he used to cool air for his patients in his hospital in Florida. Very good. Well, nice. There you go. 1842. Way, way back. That yeah. is like Holy forever ago. moly. <laughs> All right. So the next one. Is this American made or not? Taser. I think it is. Oh, it has to be. Wow. Holy <laughs> man. I was like, bam. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> I wonder why. Why is that? I'm just kind of curious. Because like what? They use it all the time. You see it on the news all the time. Is that why? I don't think I can say it, you know, for, for <laughs> listeners. But... <laughs> that looks like a really fun thing to use. Yes. And Americans are fun. So it's it's not it's sorry it is American but here's a really cool story to it. It wasn't invented actually. It wasn't developed by actually for for police. Okay. It was developed in 1969 by a, a physicist and a NASA associate named Jack Cover. So what ended up happening was that they wanted a less than lethal device they can use in situations where firearms can't be practiced, like airplanes and cabins of airplanes. Okay. You can't use a gun in an airplane because yes. then all of a sudden you could puncture the... the yeah. Yes. And the plane would go down. So they've had to develop something that they could still use to, to maintain force. Okay. But not use a gun. And the sticks weren't working the same as the... the Britain well, I mean, guys? you're in a plane. <laughs> what? I guess a taser... Knock the dude out. No, I know. But I'm just saying <laughs> is that maybe he's yeah. got a knife or something, whatever. So taser or some uh, easy way of just pertaining... You know, from afar, yes. Yes, exactly. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so it actually is American, yes. Ding, ding, and ding. it wasn't for the police? That it wasn't developed for the police. It was developed by NASA. But it's to keep the order in a flying in an vessel. airplane. It's police. No, but it wasn't. No, I'm saying it wasn't developed for police on the ground. Yeah, like yeah, you think, yeah. you know, you're thinking of police on the ground trying to control a situation. Uh, I agree. Okay. Is developed for an airplane. It wasn't okay. developed for the ground. Eventually, it became something that we see now on the ground. So now, I, now I'm imagining a bunch of flight attendants learning to use the tasers <laughs> before police. Could you imagine if you know flight attendants were like allowed to if you were getting a little rude? Like I want a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, not in that case, but I guess like if, if two people start, you know, having a discussion, the flight attendant can come out with a taser. Be like, like, listen, shut up. I'm shooting the two of you down right now. Yeah. Or, you know, you know how they give you a warning, like put away your electronic devices. Can you imagine yeah. if you don't listen the first time? Listen, I said, like, yeah. put away your electronic devices. Yeah. Zap. Tray table <laughs> up. Have... Tray table up. <laughs> I said. <Zap. laughs> I said. Yeah, you get the gun out. Like, <laughs> I said. <laughs> Can I ask you guys a question? Yeah. If you get tased, do you fall asleep? Like, is it? No, what it is, it actually does is it locks up all your muscles. Uh, so you're still awake, but you okay. just, you literally can't move. Because see, I, I don't know. I thought that it would, it would like, and then you would pass out. Well, you might pass out because of the shock. Okay. Cause right. But I mean, it's not like, it doesn't put you to sleep though. Cause it's, I not just, a, it's not a, what do you call that for a blow dart? Like, you know, for a lion or something. See, see I wish they could have that though. Because then I would pick a fight on purpose so that they would put me to sleep. I want a nap. The longer flights, the uh, I can't get to sleep at all. It's a five-hour flight. Can you just tase me and get me knock me out? That's yes, it. And, and you're there. You're in the middle seat. There's two fat people beside you. You know, you're in a terrible... I would want to get tased. Oh, you know, God, it's good. I love up. it. I love it. That's what I mean. There that's, we go. That's where I'm getting. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they could definitely use oh, that. Good. Longer flights. All right, so this one is an easy one in some ways, but we'll see what happens. Uh, the bagpipes. Well, I'm assuming no. 
I agree. I think it's no. So who do you guys think invented the bagpipes? Because this well, is actually well, a part the, of the answer. See, I think that it's going to be a trick question because we're going to say like Scotland yeah. or Ireland, but it's not going to be. It's going to be someone else, and I don't know who. Yeah, it's probably going to be another French yeah. or Belgian. I actually, because I am Scottish background, I thought automatically it would be Scotland. It's not. In the mid-13th centuries, in Egypt, they actually had bagpipes. Huh. See? And actually on uh, my research, there's actually scribes. Like, you know, on the old days, the Egyptians would scribe on the wall, like, symbols and stuff. They had symbols of guys with bagpipes. Huh. And then symbols of people holding their ears beside and them. Going, <laughs> oh, my God, it's too loud. For Lord's sake. Did they also have the, the skirts with no underwear <laughs> that are very amusing? Well, think about it. You know, kids want to learn an instrument, right? And there's always certain instruments where, like, oh, my God, like a clarinet or something, whatever. Could you imagine? Tommy wants to learn the bagpipes. No, Tommy doesn't want to learn the bagpipes because I'm going to kill him. That's what I'm going to do. Tommy's mom doesn't want him to learn the bagpipes. That's for sure. By the way, if you really want to piss off somebody and you've got a kid for Christmas, buy them a drum set. Or Automatically, a you will never be invited back there again. Or a flute. No, drum set even worse. Really? Because those flutes oh, can be annoying. Oh, yeah. No, no. Remember those. <laughs> yeah, but don't forget, a drum set has five or six different sounds. That's true. And then when you don't collaborate them well together... <laughs> Ouch. Yes, exactly. Really? All right, so this one is actually something that deals with tiki. The next one is the blender. I think it was in the States. Wow, she was quick on that, eh? Like, bam, yes. I really do think it was. Well, I'm not going to doubt her. <laughs> she's, I like, she's, how, she, I like she's, how sometimes she's like, no, no, I'm going with Mark because Mark's the encyclopedia yeah, brown. No, no, no. And she's like, no, I went real, she went, no, she went real quick, so that's got to be right. Yeah, <laughs> she's on a roll, too. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> And so you both are. Ding, ding, ding. A Polish-American chemist, Stephen Polosky, actually the owner of the Steve's Electric Company, began designing the drink mixer in 1919 and now is under the brand name Hamilton oh. Beach Company. Oh. Which we know. We, Mark knows if that If he hadn't known that, he would have said, well, yeah, I got one of those at home. That's right. It's <laughs> a very famous blender. There we go. Okay. So some things are invented by the Americans and some things are not invented by the Americans. Now, the reason why I'm bringing this up in the show is because actually there is a show and it's really cool on history.com and we will put a link on there for you guys. It's called History Race. And what it is, is it shows you every episode, a certain country. So Italy, France, or England, or USA, or whatever it is. And no, Brazil's not in there yet. I don't know why. Canada's not in there even yet. I don't understand that. Why? Because we have a lot of inventions. Maybe they're doing the first, the older countries. Well, I mean, countries. I, I guess. Like the, the more States. historical, yeah. Because it's um, the States and, you know, you, they, they, it's their channel. Yeah, it's history.com. Exactly, yeah. So what it is is that on the show, they talk about all the different inventions or creations or things that have been developed by that country. And then it gives you scenarios where they remove those things from the scenario. So, example, like one where they go, these couple goes camping in Alberta, so they're using their phone for GPS. One of them has uh, diabetes, so they have to use uh, insulin or what are, is, it, is it insulin? Yeah, yeah, insulin. Um, and then they also have Gore-Tex clothes on, which are waterproof and keeps them warm. And so the, it, what they do is they take away all those things out of the situation, and what would, would happen? You die. You know what I mean? Like banks. So the Italy one, they take away the bank. So all of a sudden, there's no loans, there's no currency, there's no borrowing money, there's no, um, you know mortgages or things like this that you have to actually buy something outright hmm. there's no such thing as like having a loan did they so that'd, be, that'd be crazy it would be removing nuts. pasta and you know yeah so every country food. so italy yeah so <laughs> yeah, italy yeah. the same thing no because what they do is they deal with either technology food culture okay um and medicine the world would be way more boring without you know I mean? italy if you think about it 
No, the Italy one actually was very fascinating. Like, even just the architecture and stuff that they've created, I did not know. We're awesome, aren't we? You know what I mean? Italians are awesome. Yeah, kick butt. So, yeah, so it's a really cool show. So I'm going to put a link on there for that so you guys can see that. And, uh, yeah, that's one of the reasons why we did. So enjoy your Canada Day, guys. Enjoy your Independence Day. Um, I hope you get some information out there for you. Try the two drinks out. You know, maybe you might try one of each, right? Like we said. Yes. And, uh, yeah. They're both worth it. Exactly. All right, so let's tell everybody who we are. We are Tiki Tiki. Sorry, Tiki Tiki. Yes, we are Tiki 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 Room. There you go. No, we are www.tikicentralcanada.ca. Or .com. There we go. All one word. And on that page, you will see this episode. You will also see the recipes to the two drinks we have for you. So if you're American, you can do the red, white, and blue. If you're Canadian, you can do the red and white. Or hey, try out the other drink and see what it tastes like. Maybe you're you like that one like instead. Both. There we go. You know, one's tart, one's sweet. You might want to make both of them. But there even you go. the tart one is actually pretty good. I yeah, think yeah. do both. I do too. Yeah. Make yeah. them own and pick your own side. There you go. But don't mix them. Don't, don't, yeah, don't put them in a big bowl and, yeah, you know, like, no. just like, okay, it's a no. free for all. No, no. One giant straw. And, <laughs> there we go. And if you mix the one, the, the USA one, you're also going to notice it will be baby blue and baby pink. So you could maybe do a yeah. revelation. There we go. Yeah. Baby Is it a boy or a girl? Yeah. <laughs> it's very cute. <laughs> yeah, it's very cool. And then also Paula has her page on there. There's no picky pears at the moment, unfortunately. No. There's the picky pool bar, maybe. <laughs> no, <laughs> nothing is the happening. tour of the pool. I'm not quite sure what it may be. No, <laughs> we 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 stopped our YouTube for now. Yeah, well, there's nothing going on, so no. I can understand that for sure. We're we're a very boring YouTube couple. <laughs> oh, jeez. And uh, Mark is on there. So Mark Adventures. We did do the Latitude 29. Latitude 29. We'll eventually um, probably in the next episode or two. We'll have another Mark Adventures. We'll go through another Tiki Bar for sure. With You're that still one. adventuring. Well, well I mean, not, but, but no, I have a lot of background. He's got a lot okay. of history. It's a past <laughs> Don't forget, there's like 60 okay. bars he's been to. So, <laughs> uh, you know, he's got a lot of bars. <laughs> uh, so also, too, we have an episode page and a recipe page. So, yes, the most recent episode and recipes are on the top of the page. The rest of the episodes and recipes are further down the page. We kind of changed that format a little bit, so it's a little easier to read. And then we also do have a subscribe page, so please do subscribe. Please. please. Yes, we do follow. Uh, we have subscribers. Of, as we said, that's how we get our uh, followers. And uh, from there, yeah, that's all we got. So I think we're going to go make out some more red, white, and blues and Please. another red and white Cosmo <gasps> for me and Mark. And uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Enjoy your holidays, by the way, folks. I know we just came from having holidays for three months, but now actually this is an official holiday. So enjoy it while you can. Get out there and enjoy the sun. And we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. Aloha. Well... I don't know about you, but I got informed. Guys, hey, guys, where's my drink? It's 32 degrees. So every day, it's 85% humidity. So the weatherman basically says, That's it. Today, (laughs) hot. Sunny, <laughs> humid. <laughs> Tomorrow, <laughs> hot, sunny, and humid. humid. Uh, wow. Long range forecast, hot, hot sunny, sunny, and humid. humid. <laughs> <laughs>